Yeah. We're being sued right now. Well, that's really the goal of the show. You know, you've made it win. <laughs> this is all just a troll for a lawsuit. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of a lot of work, but it's worth it. <laughs> Fun fact: soap makes water more wet. That doesn't. Hmm. Okay, so you say that, and <laughs> then I had two contradictory thoughts. Yes. At the same time. One thought was, that's not true. <laughs> that's always a good, that's the best initial reaction to a fact is that's not true. Right. I and then that. the other thought was, ooh, that might be true. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, well, okay, let me ask you this. Does it matter what the soap is made out of? Well, it's, its effectiveness definitely depends on what it's made out of. But does the increasing of the water have anything to do with the material of the soap so so the degree to which the soap works okay. is also the degree to which it makes water more wet that wow. is the action with which soap that's why it matters okay well let me ask you this next ridiculous follow-up question then do we have a way to measure how wet water is yes we do and it's in my research <laughs> oh man because i mean you know there are things in life which are binary yeah and then there are things in life which are more of a gradient Right. And you think of wet being just you either is or isn't wet. Right. Like I think a person could, well, it's not that I think of wet as a thing that it's just, a person could either be wet or more wet, you know, less or more wet. Like, sure. you know, a, a, a piece of paper could be different degrees of wet. Uh, the weather could be different degrees of wet. Uh -huh. But water itself, I thought, had a pretty, just like 100% wet. You think it's like wet equals 100. Per, yeah. Yeah. Like a 1.0 ratio. Right. Wetness. Just like water. Whereas like, it turns out water is actually like fairly wet, but not really that wet. Wow. Water, <laughs> not as wet as I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we, this is an expose. <laughs> this, when, I, when I heard this fact, I, my brain was the same as yours. We're like, well, that's not true. Yeah. But then I was like, wait a minute. Mm. What does wet mean? Yes. <laughs> right? And so what wetting is, is... When a liquid and a solid come into a contact, it's the degree to which the liquid spreads out and kind of like sticks to the solid, as opposed to the degree to which it will just stick as a as a, a droplet. That is not any of the definitions of wet in the dictionary I'm looking at. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> not that I'm saying that you're wrong. Not that I'm so saying the you're wrong. the uh, um, material science definition uh of the of wedding okay is now that's not the definition of wet that's the definition of wedding a wedding is a thing that a liquid can do oh a wedding is where two people who love each other very much yes they love each other very wide, <laughs> they much. come together exactly okay um and so if you look at like the everyday like the common parlance definition of wet that we talk about, uh, you know, a normal human, when they say something is wet, they're not talking about the, the chemistry physics version of wet. They're just saying it has water on it, pretty much. They specifically also tend to mean water, um, right? I, think I didn't realize wettish was a word. Uh, my research did not get that far. That's <laughs> it's, a, it's a listed derivative. Think of uh, a droplet of water, a droplet or a droplet of any liquid, right? Because different liquids it. and different solids actually have different uh, wetting uh, properties. And so if you think of uh, a droplet landing on a surface, so let's say, imagine you have like a, a Gore-Tex jacket, if you ever had one of those, or like a, something that's got a water repellent on it. These are just um, words that you're saying that don't, that are not real. No, yes. If I had, okay. 
yeah, you had a water repellent jacket or surface of any kind, and you see a little droplet of water or any some liquid lands on that surface, and it'll actually almost just be like a little sphere. Like the, it won't flatten onto the surface at all. Just a perfect self-contained drop. Yeah, because of the water tension, uh, which is a cohesion force in the in the liquid, uh, wants it to hold together, and the water repellent basically prevents. Uh, that surface from breaking mm. the water tension. So it makes it a little blob. And then it just, that's when it just like runs off of it. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why it bounces off. And that's why uh. you stay dry if you have water repellent jacket or object. But if you put a little bit of soap in that water, okay, then oh. it decreases the surface tension of the water. Wow. And so you can actually see that if you have like oil and water and you put a little bit of soap in I it. Know, hold actually on. Oil and water p- do not mix. Well, you don't, they don't mix, but you can put oil into water and you put water into oil. Well, how is that possible if they don't mix? Well, they don't, it's not like they, it's not like they have an anti-gravity that like propels the oil out Everything into the air. Everything you're saying is, is crazy town, crazy. Well, we also get into emulsifiers. That's a whole nother thing of getting mm. oil and water to mix. But in okay, terms yeah, so of oil and water, yeah. how wet something is, the definition of how wet it is in terms of like the physics definition is the angle in between and wetting to be clear is there's a different wetting coefficient for every liquid and solid combination. So there's like a water on glass wetting coefficient. And like, by the way, I would not recommend Googling how wet is something. (laughs) You want to make sure the safe search is is on. Yeah, I did that. But I think we need a safer search. It's even more safe. Yeah. (laughs) baby search um so the when you put water on glass it like it's fairly wetting right it'll go and you'll make a a little puddle it won't make a little bead right right Um, but the the, if you put water or another liquid that is not very wetting and it'll kind of stay as a fairly tall puddle so to speak or even just a a sphere you can measure the angle in between the surface of the of the metal or the solid and the angle of the liquid and that angle is how wet it is so it's a very high angle if it's it's not wet and it's basically staying as a as a sphere and it's very wet if it just flattens out and it just spreads Ah, on the surface okay and so the reason that soap is helpful is because it makes the water have lower surface tension and so it'll actually spread more all over your hands and get into those nooks and crannies because it doesn't have as much cohesion holding the water together it's like more just kind of floppy it'll go all over the place and so Hmm. it actually creates more uh ability to to clean well then side fact yeah uh, have you ever played with mercury before? I know this is, don't do this at home. <laughs> in, in school settings. Yeah. Yeah. In a school setting. So if you, if you ever seen like a mercury, either a thermometer or, or whatever, if you got it in such a place where you can actually roll it around, yeah. it's really fascinating because it's actually, mercury is a liquid, but it's less wet than water. It's extremely glommy like it really wants to hold together and so you mm. roll it around in the glass and unlike water the mercury doesn't actually stick to the surface of the glass it actually doesn't get the the glass wet oh weird um and so it, it stays as a blob which is why it's so fun to play with and you know extremely dangerous because it's highly poisonous but wait so if i put mercury on like paper would it not wet the paper i actually don't know the, i don't know the paper to mercury uh, <laughs> the wettability coefficient of paper and mercury. If we have any material scientists out there in, in fun factors land. If we have any material scientists, I can also just Google 
uh, does. Okay. While you do that, I'm going to say that I also oh, want British people who listen to this podcast to let me know. There's a definition of wet in the dictionary that says British, informal, showing a lack of forcefulness or strength of character, feeble. Example sentence. They thought the cadets were a bit wet. And huh. I just want to know, is that really something people say? Do you say that, do you say that in Canada? Well, we would say that they're a wet noodle. <laughs> okay, we would say they're a wet noodle as well. Um, but not that they're but not a just, little wet. Yeah, that guy's a little wet. I can't get quickly an answer on Google to does mercury wet paper. Okay, material scientists out in f- f- all the fun factors out there, please. We need we need to know. Inquiring minds that are us. But it won't it won't wet a lot of surfaces that that water will. So it'll like stay as a glob. So it's kind of actually fun to play with. I see. Just because it's less wet than water. Yeah. But to be clear, it will wet your skin and poison you. So don't play with mercury. Um, so be careful of that. But um, mer- we don't make thermometers out of, of mercury anymore. But you can sometimes get thermometers that have a shiny ingredient, a shiny liquid in them. Uh, and that's gallium nowadays, which is much huh. safer than mercury. And that does wet glass so if you ever open up a gallium thermometer it'll just it'll actually make the glass like if you try to pour it out into glass you can't pour it around it doesn't do that anymore and it'll just get the surface wet and it'll go and it'll just stick there so now i have two related questions what are your related questions what is the least wet liquid oh mm. that's question number one and number two is water wet so the least wet liquid is something that I feel like science could answer. Like, you know, like for example, I would imagine that like oil is less wet. Like mercury is quite not wet, and there's probably even less wet things than that. But I think is water wet is probably more of a philosophical question. It is a philosophical question. Yeah. But it's also a science question because... Wet has a definition, like you've just explained to us. Well, wetting is a is an interaction in between a solid and a liquid. So by that by that definition, the question is water wet is nonsensical. <laughs> and so, but it, but but it's like something that a, a plain English speaker could sort of contemplate and <laughs> sort of twist your brain into knots of well, it has water on it, but like what's the you know without getting into the what's the coefficient angle? Which I think of anyone who's like probably let's be honest, stoned and asks. <laughs> not that I'm saying you're you're stoned, but that's the kind of thing that you know you're like, oh, is is water wet, dude? But like it has water on it. Well, so I would say that according to Quora. <laughs> uh both yes and no but it's in water but it's out of water <laughs> but both yes and no both yes and no. Oh, okay well that's yeah. your, that's your red flag that you are dealing with a philosophy question which I, I i you know not to um not to speak ill of philosophy but i feel like probably it's outside of the box of fact or not fact kind of by definition uh sure yeah but, but uh, you know, but a fun one. We'll leave that as an exercise to the reader. I'll put a link to that Quora into the show notes, and therefore people can themselves determine whether or not water is wet. Whether or not water is wet. Oh, there's a cool Venn diagram in here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I thought that that was useful. That uh, uh, useful info. If you're ever thinking like, does a soap like? Why do I even like? Why do we need this soap? I think um, it's more to clean things, right? 
Yeah, well, that's what you think of it as like the soap. I mean, that's with the alcohol. If you have the, it has um, a cleaning agent inside. Yeah, that what you're saying. Like, it just cleans. Like, where does the germs go? I don't know. <laughs> the cleaning agent, you know, the one that cleans stuff. Yeah, it just cleans. Um, and turns out, actually, it doesn't. It helps the water clean. And that's why, like, another question would be like, why don't you just why why don't you just wash your hands with soap? Whoa, 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 whoa. Right? Like, if you just put your soap in your hand and you just like squish it around, like, but that doesn't. That doesn't work, right? Wait, right. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold, hold on. Now what you're telling me is that the only purpose of soap is to make water wetter? Yeah. It doesn't have anything in it that is... It's not antibacterial. I mean, you can get antibacterial soap. Yeah, well, but there is antibacterial... Oh, I see. So antibacterial soap... But like normal soap isn't antibacterial. The antibacterial part is the, is the antibacterial. Yeah, hence the name antibacterial soap to differentiate it from other right, soap. Right, right, right. So the soap itself is is just a water wetner. Yes, it's a water wetner. But that Good branding gravy. didn't take off, this so is, they just went with they ended up going with soap, and that was a little more mind blowing. Also, detergent, right? Detergent, like soap. So the difference between soap and detergent, I believe, is like it's. Um, I believe there's like there's a chemical difference in between a soap and a detergent, but their both their goal is the same, which is to wet the water to help the water clean stuff off your hands. This is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's the alcohol stuff that actually does kill the germs. Like uh, um, I don't remember the brand name, but you know the, the the there's like the wipes in the little tube that you just what do they call that? You know the tube. No, What's no. The, you know the alcohol tube. Uh, a tube of alcohol? Yeah, that that cleans your hands. The oh, you talking about Purell? Purell, yes. Purell. I think we we encouraged everyone to have that in the wake of last week's uh, yes. or last episode's cold advice. Yeah, well, we uh, <laughs> with last episode we had a cold advice. Uh, last episode we talked about how to get a cold, and then we definitely advised people to use Purell, and then we all. Uh, well, Ark and I and many other uh, developers and designers travel from around the world to San Jose, California, in order to combine all of our colds together into a super cold yeah. and, you know, didn't use, hopefully enough Purell in order to not get that super cold. But I, I failed and, and therefore. Are you sick? Uh, I'm, yeah. Well, I, I'm in the perfect point of it where I'm going to sound really awful in a few days, I think, but we're recording today, and by the time we record next time, I hopefully will sound normal again, so it's well-timed. Yeah. Soap, by the way, comes from the old English word sape. Of course. <laughs> which was originally a reddish hair dye used by Germanic warriors to give a frightening appearance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but apparently Romans and Greeks used oil to clean skin. And the Romance words for soap, which are like sapone and savon and yabon, are from the late Latin sapo, which means pomade for coloring the hair. Huh. So it was really entirely cosmetic. And then eventually they got into a version of soap. All soap is just hair dye. Well, (laughs) you heard it here, folks. (laughs) Soap is hair dye. Soap Or soap just makes water wet. Both two things sound ridiculous. You choose the fact that works for you. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Here at Fun Fact, we encourage you to choose your own facts. We do not. We do not encourage that. We highly (laughs) discourage that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's, that's soap and what it does. Soap. Yeah. Apparently, soap means anything that... It can be mixed with both oil and water. That's anything that can be mixed with oil and water. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm learning a lot about soap. 
if you haven't tried it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, detergent <laughs> is okay, but detergent we don't know what the difference is we need to figure that out we'll come we'll get back to you on that yeah it'll be on it'll put it on the list i'm just putting it on yeah. the list now okay well so i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it up okay 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 soap related so, fact number two yeah <laughs> exactly fun fact dealing with low tire pressure while on the road can be a bit more complicated when you drive a tesla ah tesla trouble Tesla trouble. Corner. Yeah, I had some Tesla trubs. This is Tesla trubs corner. Yes, that's one of my favorite corners. It's it's not one of my favorite corners. It makes me feel better about not having a Tesla. Yeah, yeah. For all of you out there, I'm doing I'm doing the doing God's work. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let as they as they say. Let's let's uh, let's help those of us who don't have Teslas feel better about not having a Tesla, and then provide commiseration for everyone else who has a Tesla who probably. Else, also suffering from some kind of trouble <laughs> based on the experiences I have read online and heard on this very show. You're just making me feel worse about it. <laughs> isn't, that all, isn't, isn't that my my thing? Isn't that what I'm supposed to do? It's like your role in my life. Well, just specifically, I should make you feel better about everything except the... the except my ridiculous automobile. Your ridiculous automobile. All right. So tire pressure... Uh, yeah. It's a good thing to have. I think my car has tire pressure as well. So it's... Uh, well, do you Do you have to check it? Well, I'm supposed to. <laughs> Let's say I do. Let's say Let's I check the tire pressure. Do. Let's assume that you occasionally check it. Yeah. I mean, I eyeball it and, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It. You do the, the old-fashioned check where you just sort of try to see if it looks like they're a little little light. Yeah. If they, you know, you're kind of looking at the angle of the, <laughs> the angle in between the, the tire and the ground and that's how wet the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the definition of a, of tire pressure is, yeah, no. Uh, so anyway, so when I first got the Tesla, I noticed that there was a cool feature to it where it would show you from inside the car an exact number representing the tire pressure of all of the tires. That would be really convenient. And then I wouldn't have to be eyeballing or worrying about right. what's going so on. So I, I noticed that, did not pay any attention to what the tire pressure was supposed to be. And well, I feel like it's a Tesla. It would complain if it wasn't right. I would right. And, and I just, drove, just started driving. Yeah, right? sure. So... Uh, I have now owned the car for, I think, like nine months, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> and for the first time the other day, while I was driving to work, the Tesla decided that to tell me that my tire pressure on two of my four tires was dangerously low. So it went from no warning to danger, danger. No, it went It went to, I'm being a little over, over extreme. It went to like, you should probably put some pressure in these tires. You're getting close to a, pr- a problem. Yeah. And so I would probably ordinarily, if I had a normal commute, I would have been like, okay, no problem. I'll just get to work and then I'll, I'll deal on with this. On the way home, you'll you know. deal with it. Yeah. When I, yeah, when I can. But the problem is that I still had 50 minutes left on my way to work. <laughs> right. And now your tires are like maybe leaking? Right. I, well, I don't know. Yeah. But there's something that seems wrong and on multiple yeah, they're, tires. Yeah, they're either low and they just need air because I've never put air in it over nine months or they're leaking. I don't know. Yeah. So I needed air. So let me ask you a question. If you're in your car and you're on your way to work and you suddenly need to put air in your tires, where are you going to go? I'm going to go to a gasoline station. Right. You're going to go to a gas station. That's where they have the air. Yeah. Fossil fuel vendor is this. Right. So I, so I pulled, pulled into the, the first gas station I could get to. And they started yelling at you. They're like, get that Tesla out of here. They lit their torches. No, then I noticed that. I noticed that I don't didn't have any coins to put in the air dispenser. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really travel around with quarters anymore. Yeah, it's kind of old school. Yeah, well, you know, and the, the, we have like the the beeping thing for the, you know, the thing that you don't, when you go through the toll booths, you don't need quarters. You had so, toll booths that you had to put in a quarter every time you drove through them? 
Well, probably at one point. Okay, like ancient times. You know, yeah, I guess that must have years been ago. how they worked. Yeah. So anyway, so I drove to a... So I'm like, what am I going to do now? And I drove to a garage that was nearby. I thought maybe I could just get them to, to help me out. Yeah, it seems possible. When I got there, they reminded me that by California state law, gas stations are required to let you use the air for free. Ah, huh. Which is a really nice law. They're also required to let you use the water. And it's a law that I knew because I used to ride a bicycle and i would go to gas stations to fill up the bicycle tires right and if you didn't have a quarter then you could go inside and they would yeah and i would just say hey can you blah 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 and they would do it right so i drove back to a gas station and i went inside to ask for the air to be turned on and then i was thrown for a bit of a loop because the attendant working in the gas station inquired as to whether i was purchasing gas (laughs) and i said no (laughs) But it's California state law that you need to let me use the air. Right. And, and they clarified, if you purchase gas. Well, and he said, that's not what the law says. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see what it says? Oh, no. And then he lifted up a laminated plaque he had. That says, dear Tesla drivers. That had the law written on it. Uh-huh. And what it said was, California law requires this station to provide free air and water for automotive purposes To its customers who purchase motor vehicle fuel. Uh, (laughs) And let me tell you, a guy who has that sign in his gas station highlighted Mm -hmm. to the purchase motor vehicle fuel part Mm -hmm. is not someone who wants to discuss this very much. Mm -hmm. He's had this conversation before. He's had it before. So I was kind of like at a loss now. And I said, you know, okay, but I don't need any gas. I'm driving a Tesla. Like I can't even, it's not that you don't need any, but like you don't even have any way to Right, I think I actually said, I I can't buy any gas, I'm driving a Tesla. Yeah. At which which point he said, oh, Uh, a Tesla. Okay. Okay. So you've kind of broke his loop, because what he's expecting is somebody who... Who is trying to just get out of buying gas, but it's... Hmm, okay. I just bought gas at the place next door, but didn't use their air. Mm -hmm. And then he said, okay, let me turn it on. All right. Which was, which was, you know, would be a great end to this story. But then the air didn't work. It, uh, mm, air, uh, what kind of air not, like it didn't, like the pump didn't work? I'm not 100% sure, but I know that I tried it on three of four tires. And what it did was I actually just let a bunch of air out of all the tires. Ah, uh, so it's like Arik doesn't know how to add air to a Tesla tire. Well, it's not any different than a regular tire. <laughs> well, I mean, is it though? Because normally when I when I put the air adder, which is the technical term, it right. it puts more air in rather than letting air out. Yeah. Right. So it made the I'm putting air in noise. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But no air went into my tires. How do you know though? Well, because the gauge was going the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I was like, oh, well, maybe the gauge is just being weird. Okay. And like a very foolish person, I tried this on three, three oh, or no. four tires. <laughs> uh-huh. So well, it didn't so, work on the first two tires. Let's try it on the third right. tire. So then I went back inside and I said, hey, uh, I don't think the air is working. And he said, okay, well, there's a 1-800 number on, on the machine you can call. Okay. So I wasn't going to do that because, what What do you think the turnaround time is when them sending an emergency truck to repair the right, air pump? Right. Yeah. So now I get in the car and the car is like, I think the, the tire pressure of my tires was supposed to be 45. Okay. It's now like 27. And now I imagine the car is not super stoked about that. No. Car is not stoked. 
and you're very much at risk of like you know puncturing a tire sure when, and you probably couldn't even get another tire because it's like special tesla right. tires 100 percent right and you're driving all wobbly like uh-huh. right so i was like okay what do i do now and i i just out of the corner of my eye i saw an auto zone okay that's like a like a do you do you not have auto zone in canada it seems like equivalent of a jiffy lube uh yeah well jiffy lube specialize in brake jobs right uh yeah i mean just general you need some lube they got yeah okay yeah well that would make sense yeah. no auto zones are a part supply store for people who want to do things oh, to their own sure. cars okay which is totally up your alley. You're a, you're a very like gearhead. That's why you got the Teslas because you're clearly, a, mm-hmm. clearly. So I went in there and I ended up buying a portable air dispenser uh-huh. that has a programmable maximum pressure setting. Okay. That you plug into the cigarette lighter, you know, like the, what is that, a 12 oh, volt? Oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. And then you just sit it outside and you plug it into each tire and it just fills up the tire and stops at the point where you want it to stop. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. How much did that cost? It was like less than fifty dollars. Okay, that's a that's a pretty reasonable thing to have in your car. Yeah, I forget if it was thirty five or forty five. Okay. And now I do not ever have to deal with skeptical gas station attendants ever again. So okay, so uh, a technically the the law does not require them to give air to Teslas. No, uh, but you maybe can get them, convince them to do. B, it was not you failing to fill up the tires, but in fact, their tire well, filler was fit. Well, if you succeeded with the the exactly other yes one, yes I don't know. I there is proof that I can do it. You're you're at least capable of it, and you, yes. it wasn't some weird Tesla trick that you have to like. No, one weird trick. Call no. Tesla support in order to unlock the yeah. Oh God, that would be that would make sense. Um, yeah, but no, and uh, and there, there, and I learned about a cool new tool. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I would highly recommend folks get these because you know dealing with gas stations and quarters and everything else. And I, by the way, the brand of this thing is Slime, like S L I M E. Correct. <laughs> that's just fun in and of itself yeah tire inflator right. junior slime yeah. 13 dollars on amazon.ca oh yeah slime, See, tire i might have junior. overpaid well there's probably different models built-in tire pressure gauge yeah I, i'll try to find the exact one and, and get it into the show notes huh yeah slime slime which is that's a bold move yeah i mean well it's like the it's like the there's an audio accessories company s-c-h-i-t yes or s-h yeah Yes, S C H I T T. I think uh, it's it's S C H I T T. S C H I T T audio, and oh no, it's S C H I I T. S C H I I T headphone amps yeah. made in the USA. Yeah, they really do lean in on that name, and they're just asking for it. Like they're actually odd. They intentionally want you to. If you go to the website, they they lean into that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay so their slogan on the website uh which isn't a curse because it's just the brand name this shit is bananas they also have another one that says i'm completely full of shit nice yeah <laughs> they have a thing called fuller uh-huh uh-huh yeah they 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 like being them oh the, the bottom it says yes that is our name and and they say it's pronounced shitta shitta which does not shitta does not, it's a proud german name okay well uh huh. yeah actually and i've heard they make quite good um equipment so they they are very recommended to slime me. and shita or our brand yeah. this episode brought to you by slime and shita <laughs> oh man 
so yeah, it, it was quite the journey. I, I took me about two and a half hours. So the end of the story, though, is yeah. this like Tesla's, like, I mean, I really want it to be Tesla's fault because that's just. I don't see how this is Tesla's fault. I know you want it to be. It's one of the themes. It's one of the subplots of right. the show. But I feel like, I think they came out okay in this one because they let you know about the, I mean, they definitely caused an unnecessarily unnecessary intervention that made things worse. They did. They could have, their messaging really was not great because they could have been like, hey, in the next week, maybe you should take care of this. It's, it's a, but I feel like know. that was on you a little bit too, so. Sure. I would say that the biggest problem is that when they, California, I uh, looked it up, when the California State Assembly was writing this law, it was initially going to just be, they need to give you free air. And then the oil lobbyists managed to get them to change it to be, if you buy gas. Right. So. Okay. So a little bit of setup for this one. Like all human beings, I love emoji. Emoji. Like all human beings, you love emoji. Obviously. It's just a, it's just an Obviously. inherent human good. Um, but it's always been kind of mysterious to me. Like, where do they come from? Like we have these little, little pictures that appear in our keyboards and there's some of them are like, you know, like, why do we have a rice ball emoji, but no yogurt? I believe they come from the great country of Japan. Yeah, so they originated in Japan, uh, and they were super popular in Japan. And when uh, the iPhone came to Japan, iOS 2, they added them kind of in the secret setting you can enable. Uh, but then when people figured out that they're super fun and great, then everyone started using them. Now they're a standard thing. Everyone uses emoji. But uh, now that they're more popular, uh, there's people who are... Uh, controlling this emoji standard somehow and driving it forward and like oh okay now with this new version of ios i have avocado emoji great um but i've always been kind of curious why and so i've started to kind of like oh in the background when i see something about i'll kind of read a little bit about you know the emoji and 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 the new ones that are coming um but i just recently learned fun fact um, over the years, the Unicode Consortium, which is the group that approves new emoji, has declined 191 different proposals for new emoji. And they keep a list of those declined emoji, which I have discovered. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, while you load that up, while you send me that list, side fun fact, do you know why emoji are called emoji? Hmm. I... I'm not sure what the etymology of emoji is. Yeah. So emoji is actually emoji, and it is a combination of the Japanese character for drawing or picture and the Japanese characters for character. Okay. So like picture character. So picture letter. Picture yeah. character. Yeah. Picture is e, and emoji is character. So emoji. Right. So it's not based on like emotion. So I always thought of it as like kanji. Well, maybe the G is kanji. Maybe that's a related... And similarly, Kalmoji. Are you familiar with Kalmoji? I am not. Not yet. Those are the kind of crazy looking faces that are done. Oh, okay. Where mm -hmm. it's like an emoticon style, but it's like grammar and punctuation mm -hmm. and stuff. And then you make like a face. Mm -hmm. Kalmoji is a combination of face and character. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all writing in Japanese is moji. Uh, so I've sent to you a document, a Google Doc. Which the emoji and consortium oh, wow. that does not just include the declined emojis, which is the part that I find fascinating, but it includes all 1,074 formal proposals uh, or formal emoji 
suggestions that they have not just suggestions but like there's a process with many steps as you can see in this document it's color-coded as to how far it is in the process so there's uh gray is ones that have not become formalized proposals and then no one has proposed the aardvark what no one has proposed the aardvark no no i think well so some of these come that says no proposal form and as i understand it that's something that has been discussed or like it's informally proposed but there is not a formal Mm. proposal that has been put together because there's actually a substantial process of various things you need to document you need to have an example of what the emoji would look like there's a bunch of stuff you need to do to make a formal proposal and so i think the items that are on here there's quite a few on here that are like kind of plausible or potentially reasonable emoji that just haven't gotten to the point where there's a workable proposal for them some of them like aardvark maybe just because nobody has put the investment in to to make it and some of them because they might be really difficult to make a proposal for which um allergy yeah yeah so allergy is a good example right so uh allergy actually was one of the declined ones um so they someone actually did a proposal for allergy but the problem is and they rejected it under their rejection criteria of an emoji must be representable in a clear way that if you can have an emoji for allergy you need to be able to convey like different each vendor who makes emoji like the apple emoji and the twitter emoji and the samsung emoji which nowadays i think are just almost an exact like almost an identical copy of the apple emoji um, but each platform's emoji has to be able to represent in a clear way allergy but like what does allergy look like it's like you could have somebody who has a stuffy nose well, i mean clearly it looks like uh, someone who's allergic to something right exactly which is like all right he has hay fever <laughs> so then he's just the face of allergy right? why do you think they rejected the aboriginal flag actually that's a good question so let's actually thanks i like to ask good questions yeah so let's like take a quick tour of it's a nice flag by the way i don't know if you've seen why it. they oh i haven't seen that let's look up the aboriginal flag flag which is but though well, i mean i'm sure there's other problems like oh actually the australian aboriginal flag oh that's actually it's a nice flag it's actually a totally so we'll link that up yeah it's a really cool flag and easy to render very renderable yeah or i'm sorry representable yeah it definitely would be representable um but it would not uh meet the uh, requirement of flags that they have to have uh, already been assigned a uh, unicode uh, code so there's a process of getting a flag into oh. the system and it doesn't come through the emoji approvers it comes through like the flag approvers so i think there was a problem with maybe was it palestine i want to know every single one of these like arrowhead why was arrowhead rejected so are there like longer belgian beer <laughs> yeah well okay so so let's 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 quickly review blu-ray let's, let's quickly review what the criteria for an emoji okay, i'm offended at blu-ray are and then let's do some greatest hits of the ones that we think are fun or interesting ones that were were rejected okay i'm just gonna say that cannabis leaf has been rejected six times yeah i'm actually not quite sure i noticed that and i'm not quite sure why that i think there's interesting and one of them was that it wasn't representable well, it's a very uh, distinctive looking leaf but at like a 32 by 32 pixel or 16 by 16 pixel i could see it being hard to draw. i don't know like in a way that's obviously not another kind of leaf anyway so i'm a yes it's a very spe- well, so whatever. the unicode consortium um has some criteria which that they use to try and uh, prove new uh, emoji and what they will say makes the cut or not and the, and they justify why there needs to be limits on how many new emoji because if they start approving too many then the vendors won't all implement all of them and they'll start to get compatibility problems so they want just a handful each year that are 
going to move forward emoji as a communication uh, tool the most at worldwide um, is the idea. Um, so the the most important aspects that they look for are expected usage frequency, um, and they they have an idea of that of being in the terms of millions. So they want like million this to be used millions of times or by millions of people, not like yeah, well you know like Aardvark maybe might not make the cut on that. Like how many people need to talk about aardvarks but they would actually try to measure that and that's part of making a proposal it's like across the world what is our guesstimate of how much this will be used Uh, another factor they look for is multiple usages so if there's something that you know could mean one thing or another thing like they use the example of a shark is an animal you might literally talk about a shark but you also in multiple cultures might might refer to someone as a shark like maybe they're a lone shark maybe they're a pool shark and they they count that as a positive if it can be used to compose an idea or like the peach is a literal peach or you may say that someone is a peach or we use a peach to mean a butt because the emoji looks like a butt <laughs> and that's something you might think they would frown upon they actually actively seek that out because it means you can get more meaning with fewer well who doesn't seek out a good peach who doesn't seek out a good peach by the way i sent you a small rendering of a marijuana leaf. And I'm not even like that big of an advocate for this. I'm just saying, I think you're, it's hard to represent. Yeah. Maybe not. So. You know what? It might also have been that the particular proposal that they sent in might have had a bad drawing. I will say that if someone was going to draw something poorly as part of a ill-conceived attempt to get an emoji added, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the cannabis folks. Okay. We should, we should have a w- cannabis w- emoji. Would Let's be make a proposal. Okay. 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 But Blu-ray disc would be used by by tens of people. Tens Alan. of people. Tens. Blu-ray disc. I can't believe they rejected that. Tens. Uh, the next thing that they look for is that it's a new concept that you can't convey using emoji as opposed to a variant on an existing one. Um, so, for example, like you already have various animals. So, like even though there is, for historical reasons, some variants of the same animal, the fact that there's a llama, but there's no like llama face is not an argument for why there needs to be llama face. Like, oh, should you and I buy a llama? That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the next episode of Fun Fact. Okay, cool. We, our new llama. Our new llama. Fun fact, we bought a llama. Uh, yeah. What What should we name our new llama? That'll be <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, and then the other one that is, uh, a, I mean, so part of the expected usage frequency is that it's frequently requested, which they try to keep some ways of objectively trying to measure that. Um, and then the final one that they look for as a plus is if it's visually distinctive. Right. Meaning that it's clear from the proposed form of the emoji that it's not some other emoji. And so the example is um, they don't want an emoji for stew, um, even though stew is like a a relatively common um, type of food across different cultures. Um, They, that doesn't work because there already is a pot of food emoji and it would be very difficult to draw a pot of food that looks more like so much like stew but not like the generic pot of food that you'd see it and be like, oh, that's definitely stew. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And some of these do make a lot of sense. I mean, cauliflower, maybe it looks too much like broccoli. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They're not the same, well, they're not the same color. Yeah. And so that's... Canoeist, you could just use a canoe and a person. Yeah, exactly. And so the combined ideas. And so apparently one big argument that's been going, which you'll see in the rejection, is that dumpster fire has been rejected twice. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently one of the arguments was that it's hard to show a dumpster fire, which I don't buy. Like, I think I could draw a dumpster fire, like a poorly draw a dumpster fire emoji size. But one of the arguments is that you can already show trash and flame as emoji. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So they're arguing, their arguments are, this is kind of a fad phrase because it's like a popular phrase right now, but it's not necessarily like a universal concept that needs to be like talked about a lot, like literal fires and dumpsters. Um, and that you can convey it by just saying trash and then flame. Uh, yeah. So that's a fun one. Rules to reject emoji other than just not meeting those criteria include it's overly specific. For example, like, okay, we have sushi, but then saying like, okay, tuna sushi and other specific kinds of sushi. Um, the already right. presentable we touched on. And they have a specific rule against logos, brands, specific people, specific buildings, deities, and fads. This makes sense. Yeah. But that's why there's no Jesus emoji. No uh, fidget spinners either. No fidget spinner. But if fidget spinner became a long time. But they also won't allow chip. They won't allow chip? Like a. Yeah. Chip is number 181, the food. Hmm. Declined. Other. Hey, why not one chip? Like, I get why no climate change. I mean, you know, President Trump clearly. Well, I don't. <laughs> s- no climate change because, like, how do you. Do, it's got to be representability. Like, how do you. What does climate change look like in an emoji? Yeah, although they decline it for other reasons, which is kind of amazing. Well, a lot of them are declined other. I think that might be what they indicate when there's multiple problems. Because often the ones that are declined mm. other, you can think of multiple. Like the, with the garbage fire, one of them was declined other. Condom. Well, I feel like that could be... Is that declined other? Yeah. Yeah, and the cannabis was declined other. They might have like a hidden, like, uh, grumpy, conservative... I think there's some other... I think this goes all the way to the top. This goes all the way. There's an emoji conspiracy yeah. here. Declined other is a heck of a lot of the reasons on this. A lot of oh. the cute face declined other. Now that I get, that makes sense. Well, and then getting people to agree on cute. And all most emoji faces are all kind of... Yeah, no. Designer, very much agreed. Yeah. Okay. But Deerstalker hat, that, that, that's very representable. Right, but is it that important? Like how many people need to draw... Because it has to be expected to be used millions of times around the world, like regularly. Deerstalker hat? Yeah. I guess you're right. Drooling face with hard eyes. Drop of pee. That's a good one. <laughs> well, that's a good example of the, well, there's a drop of poo, so we need a drop of pee, right? We need a drop of pee. And apparently the answer was no. No, we don't. Oh, one of the dumpster fires is still potentially in the running. Oh, it's still, they're still working on it? There's still Needs modification. Oh, okay. So they're, they're considering yeah. it. I think that might be this thing where they want to say it's going to be trash plus fire as opposed to. Ah, uh, yeah, probably. And if you type trash fire, then it combines into a dumpster fire. Face with curly lips. Why would that even. Fat person. Uh, feet. Okay, okay. Feet were declined. Here's, here's a good one. Someone proposed hangry. <laughs> oh. Uh, how would you represent that? Well, it got declined. It got declined. Uh, and then they. they submitted again or someone else submitted hangry and then it got declined specifically as being unrepresentable because okay. like like get 10 designers to design a hangry emoji yeah but i like the idea of having that flash drive flash drive yeah there's so many so much like old outdated like there's a fax machine emoji and like that kind of makes you not want to yeah, make more it's rude <laughs> there's like eight mailboxes <laughs> Oh, there's hangry. That's amazing. Yeah, hang, two hangries. Yeah. yeah, healthy poo should have been allowed, though. I think we can all agree <laughs> well, on that. Declined other. I, I mean, I, I'm inclined to say representable would be a challenge with with healthy poo. Mm. No, it's very easy. You just have them have a smile on their face. I think. Well, I think. I mean, that's the normal poo already has a smile on its face. Inverted pentagram. Okay, I get that. Jesus. That also makes a lot of sense. And I'm, well, it's the no deities one. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that they have that no deity rule. Yeah, yeah. Ladino, that's a language. I'm not sure how they would have done that. <laughs> I like uh, some of these ones. Like mic drop. <laughs> a long sandwich. Long sandwich. Well, actually, that's a problem when you're trying to represent an emoji because they're all square, mm. right? So how do you make a really mm. long thing? You can't. It's hard. Man with glasses, not representable. <laughs> mm, it might have been a poor. It might have been a poor proposal. Had to be, because I'm a man with glasses and I'm very representable. <laughs> I feel representable. I mean, we're definitely very yeah. representable using the default emoji that like white guy is that you know they've now relatively recently fixed the uh, representability you. of pe- representing people other than us. But yeah. That does not represent me, Alan. That represents me. <laughs> it represents me, yellow person, um, as yeah. the default. Yellow person <laughs> represents you, yeah. No, it has been a huge change in my life now that I can go to, like, I think I'm, like, the third skin tone. Fun fact, the, or I guess sub-fun fact, the skin colors in emoji can be used, can, can be up to five different skin tone modifiers, and each tone is based on the Fitzpatrick scale. Fitzpatrick scale. The Fitzpatrick scale which is a numerical classification scheme for human skin color developed in 1975 by Thomas B. Fitzpatrick as a way to estimate the different types of skin, the response of different types of skin to ultraviolet light. Hmm, interesting. So it's objective. Yeah, so it has six levels. There's type 1, always burns, never tans. Type 2, usually burns, tans minimally. Type 3, sometimes mild burn, tans uniformly. Type 4, burns minimally, always tans well which is actually me type five very rarely burns tans very easily and type six never burns hmm interesting yeah which and for the emoji they use only use five so they merged types one and type two yeah i guess yeah type yeah they merged type one and type two so if you're if you usually or always burn and you don't tan much then that's type two or that's the first that's the lightest emoji which is kind of that match it like kind of to my eye seems seems like they did a reasonable job based on my assumptions and biases around people's skin and brain. yeah so i use number three which is a moderate brown skin tone modifier that is uh rarely bur- typical mediterranean skin tone rarely burns always tans well yeah object related <laughs> someone proposed an emoji for object related that is correct <laughs> uh, multiple questions arise yeah yeah i just i just have so much i don't understand pipe oh do they have like something against like anything involved with smoking oh maybe but they said decline because they also don't want e-cigarette yeah yeah i'll tell you this if the if the unicode body was in canada number seven seven sixty six poutine would have definitely been allowed (laughs) also uh zamboni still waiting in purgatory oh man my niece loves zambonis we had to play Zamboni for like a week every Wait, time I is, saw her. As in like she wants to climb on your back and you're going to be a Zamboni or? No, she like, so she's, she was, I don't know if she still is, but she was obsessed with ice skating at one point. She's like three and she was completely obsessed with ice skating and she would, and I, one time I took her and I showed her the Zamboni and I was like, look, it's a Zamboni. And she was like, oh, so then every time I would come over, she'd be like, I'm ice skating now. And she would like be fake skating on the ground in, in the living room. And then she would be like, no, it's Zamboni time. And I would have to get a little toy, one of her toy cars and redo the ice so that she could keep <laughs> skating on it. That's awesome. 
It was absolutely and in all ways delightful. Well, it says that there's just no formal proposal for Zamboni yet. So in her honor, you could. Oh, so we could do this. We could make it a fun fact project. Fun fact could make it our point to get Zamboni, although it's named after a real person. So that could be a problem. Uh, I don't think. I mean, as long as. Why was traffic cone denied? That seems like a good one treasure chest was declined for representation issues uh, like what's the difference between a treasure uh, i feel like you some could... of these they've been vr headsets been denied twice i guess the problem there would be you don't want to look brand oriented. well vr right? headset is like maybe fad and maybe maybe hard to represent there's actually multiple headset problems because there's also uh vr headset was declined multiple ta- times but there's also um a uh, uh one that's hmd as well face with hmd was also declined which is like mm. a head-mounted display. It's like a VR headset. Take a look at number 1022. 1022. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which just says, what even is this? <laughs> no. Bonus. 1023, the what even is this emoji <laughs> was also declared. Has not been proposed. It hasn't. Well, no, but it's obviously done something. Oh, no there's form. No, there's no formal proposal, but there was like an <laughs> informal proposal for what even is this emoji emoji. But then there's yeah. also a decline for what even is this. I want number 167 to happen, which is yes, no, probably. Or 1067. Yes slash no Oh, yeah. See, so it's in the category faces. So that's someone saying we should have emoji for a yes face, a no face, and a probably face, which is one of those, you know, icon designer challenge. Make a face for probably. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) face? Yeah. 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 I think we should make our own alternate Unicode set that only has the rejected (laughs) ones in it. It is just drop of pee. Frowning poo. Yeah, tickle. Tickle, Jesus. Two dumpster fires. <laughs> Surveillance camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, five cannabis leaves. Five cannabis leaves. Mic drop. Cute face. Yeah. <laughs> Saving money. Yeah. This would be great emoji set. Yeah, it really would be. Sometimes it just takes a while to get there because pickup truck, pickup truck A, and pickup truck B were all declined, but pickup truck C has been added as a candidate. Huh, so you just kind of keep on trucking. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you did there, (laughs) and I like. Yeah, I apologize. I liked it a lot. No, I'm 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 very happy. Oh, white wine got proposed by three separate people, deep duplicated, and then sent to the to the commission. See, this is what I'm talking about. You just have to be persistent. So they're not rejecting all alcohol, and like, because they're not doing smoking, but their guests are doing alcohol. Yeah, some of this is... But they rejected Belgian beer, which also, I can see why they're like, how can you tell it's Belgian? Like, there's a stereotypical Belgian beer glass shape, maybe, but... Maybe, but the problem is that you it would need to be... Well, on the one hand, I would say it needs to be sort of widely understandable. On the other hand, a lot of these... A lot of the face emojis come out of Japanese symbols for emotions that no one outside of Japan ever understood before the emojis. But now we do. Like, we know that the the, the guy with the steam coming out of his nose, he's like kind of grumpy but satisfied right or, or the bubble coming out oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or just the various like the even the tear meaning that you're kind of the tear on your forehead meaning that you're like that you're kind of uncomfortable or embarrassed yeah like that's something that i you would see like we would see in uh pokemon or sailor moon cartoons as kids and so you kind of get used to it even though we, it's not we weren't exposed to it from, or a lot of people in our generation knew of it before emoji came along. It's definitely something that came from Japanese characterization. And I use that yeah. one all the time. The smile with the tear on the forehead. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's about very Alan. 
So yeah. that's emoji. So all we'll right. link up the list of all. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And if anyone out there wants to get on our only rejected emoji, you get the fun of drawing things like drooling face with heart oh, eyes. Oh, yeah. That's a good. Okay. Okay. Fun fact. We are now launching a competition. We're accepting <laughs> applications. You don't need to do the, all the stuff about how it's justify or whatever. What we want is representations of the rejected, unrepresentable emoji. Yeah. If you draw any of these, please let us know. We want tickle, uh, dumpster yeah. fire, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> mic drop, allergy. Climate change. Yeah. Climate change, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cutlet. Dangerous sun. Yes. Cut, cutlet? Yeah. <laughs> dangerous yeah. son dejected face a dental chair <laughs> i feel like you could probably well i don't know what makes the chair dental okay yes this is definitely happening i'll prep a bit of material for it we'll have a, a yeah. twitter contest we'll figure out what the what the prize is yeah yeah we'll be yeah. talking about this again we'll be back with you on twitter follow watch this place which reminds me if you love the show or want to draw stuff for us please head to twitter.com slash fun fact fm or funfact.fm or hit us up on iTunes or the new music app if you're running the Catalina beta and uh, you know leave us some thoughts, ratings, reviews, comments, whatever. Or unrepresentable emoji. Or yeah, yeah. Or emoji that are, are thought to be unrepresentable. But we will prove them wrong and show how representable they really were. You can't control us emoji consortium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you literally can, but you can totally well, yeah, but we can we can turn the tide. But we can yeah, we can fight back. Yeah, exactly. You have any final facts? I do. I have one final fact that's not really, there's not much to say about it, but I wanted to put it out there for future reference. Is it a fact? Is it fun? If so. It, it is a, both a fact and it is fun. And it is this. Fun fact, my wife and I are having a baby. Yay! That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's our first kid. We're very excited. And uh, I just, I feel like it's going to lead to a lot of dad facts. Oh yeah, we've got to have and the dad facts parenting facts yeah dad fact corner is going to be a pop and corner because you are of course a dad yeah well i mean we could do general parenting facts but i think we got to go to specifically facts that relate to being male uh you know that could and the dramatic ways that that changes being <laughs> for example not giving birth yeah, yeah yeah i mean we'll have non yeah that will be mom facts and parent generic you know general generalized parent facts yeah but dad fact corner yeah. because we're dads because we're dads facts. That's very exciting. Yeah. I'm very excited to yeah. share some dad facts. We'll try not to go uh, excessively, <laughs> excessively in depth for those that are uh, not parents. Uh, but I think there's some pretty fun, just ones that are just kind of fun. Even if you don't have a kid, that you're just kind of like, huh? Yeah, that is a that is the kind of problem you would have if you had a uh, an infant and or two year old, as I now have, uh, terrorizing and or delighting you uh, each day. So I think we get some good ones. I look forward to it. That's awesome. Yeah. Should we move into follow-up? Yeah. Our follow-up, as far as I know, is all about the Impossible Burger. Uh, it is, so yeah. So first of all, we we tried last week, we were in San Jose together, we tried to get an Impossible Burger together. We went to a restaurant that had Impossible Burger on the menu, and we tried to order it, and they informed us they were out. And then we called around town trying to find where they could serve us an Impossible Burger. But it turns out the aforementioned Burger King deal, where Burger King is going to be rolling out Impossible Burgers in St. Louis and other select cities, has caused a worldwide shortage of Impossible Burgers, and they're basically only in the, the those cities. So... Yeah, 
We were completely unable to find it. By the way, sub fun fact, very weird to call Burger King. They do not expect that. <laughs> They're surprised to have <laughs> customers calling and asking about the menu. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're asking about Impossible Burgers. But finally, we did find a Burger King who let us know that nobody has them right now. Yeah. And yeah, and all the restaurants also let us well, know. Well, the, the Burger Kings in St. Louis have them, but nobody in well, the West Coast. Nobody in San Jose. Yeah. So we tried and failed. Funnily enough, I was at a restaurant that had Impossible Burgers with my wife a week before and she had one but because i knew i was seeing alan i didn't have one and now i will ne- i may never know and then due to our show being released a worldwide shortage has been caused by the just mad rush yeah, i really feel like we're responsible of impossible burger fever so we're sorry for all of you out there <laughs> sorry for all the logistic problems we've caused to impossible foods we also had two other follow-up items on possible burgers one is that i mentioned that Impossible Burger is different. In, it has a different recipe in Sweden, um, but I did not say why or how. Uh, in Sweden, in order to provide food that has uh, GMO ingredients, the GMO ingredients need to be approved by the Food Safety Administration one by one in Europe, which has not been done yet with their uh, GMO soy and the uh, the heme proteins that make it meaty. So they're having some alternative, but that's kind of like the key thing about the Impossible Burger. So I'm not quite sure what they're doing there. It'll probably be more just like a, a Beyond Burger or one of the other. <laughs> like they kind of do it defeats the purpose. But maybe wow. it's just an experiment to be like. Throwing shade over well, here. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's supposed to be impossibly good, which we will find out at some point. Well, it was impossibly hard to find. It was impossibly hard to find. That's why they got the name. Yeah. The final one is that uh, uh, I had some feedback uh, on the pronunciation of uh, hemoglobin, uh, thanks to a friend of the show, my wife, um, who is a nurse. Your wife is a friend of the show. Yeah, she's very much a friend of the show. And uh, she's a nurse, and she um, she was very clear that it is not hemoglobin, but hemoglobin. Which makes sense. Which makes, I mean, obviously, I can't believe how it is. It's so obvious. That, but, I, I actually, but it's still leg hemoglobin, which is still completely ridiculous it's a ridiculous word salad but i actually did know this years ago when she was studying for her nursing degree then she would be i would be helping her test and read flashcards and stuff like that and i would say uh hemoglobin and she would correct me as oh no it's hemoglobin i'm like uh but globin sounds better so it's funnier and uh i really have to regret that like 15 years later <laughs> embarrass myself <laughs> on uh, on a podcast can we just live in a globin universe I live in a Leglobin universe. We make our own world. <laughs> we do. Yeah, except when it comes to facts, which the, there is a factual pronunciation of. Yeah, and our inner factness cannot let us not tell we, you. Yeah, we can. But I mean, now that you know, you can choose how to mispronounce now, it. Yeah, your, yeah, your choice is your choice. I might continue to choose to, choose to say it wrong, but I'm going to say it wrong without ignorance, with knowledge. Yeah, that's the power of facts. Facts. <laughs> 